all right people what is going on back with another first in frame rates show this is episode 247 look there is a lot to talk about i am so so excited about this episode uh i'm I'm gonna try to contain myself because there's a lot to talk about you already know the news and everything that's happened to georgia southern i'm pretty much going to stick with that there's not much of falcons talk today um i also wanted to talk a little bit about the braves but all that's gonna be pushed aside right now and i'm going to talk about this big hire at georgia southern and i am so ecstatic I'm, i'm very very happy about it but I'm going to try to contain myself. I'm going to talk about what really is in front of us right now because there's, there's a lot of expectations. We're going to see how this plays out. Um, if this is your first time here, I really appreciate you coming through. Hopefully you sit around and listen. Uh, I do these episodes every Wednesday morning. Have them up for you guys. If you're here on YouTube, you can listen to this on uh, iTunes. You can listen to this on Spotify and Anchor. I don't have it up on SoundCloud and uh, Google Podcasts as of right now. Um, that's still in a work in progress. So I will be working on that sometime down the road. Um, it's been going back and forth with that, that avenue, but that's another story for another day. All right. Earlier this week, when I, I, I was going to make a video about um, players that are possibly could transfer out of Georgia Southern, things were just not going well with the program. You know, Coach uh, Kevin Whitley was um, the interim head coach. Well, he still is. He's still the interim head coach. And, you know, I thought it's going to be a chance to see what players, what they can do or whatever the case may be. But it's gotten pretty, you know, rough. And I thought, like, if this trend continues to go the way it is, we're going to have a situation where um, players going to probably want to leave. Um, uh, I've been uh, pretty much advocating for particular players to play certain positions, but I'm just a guy behind a microphone. I don't know anything. But I was advocating for that. And if I think they're well suited for those positions and I can tell that some of these players were frustrated and I was going to make a video basically like players who were possibly in danger of leaving if the right coach wasn't hired. Now I'm not saying that uh, coach Helton coach Clay Helton is the right coach, but this is a damn good coach that we got right here. I don't care what anybody says. People want to be Debbie Downers, which we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But I really feel that Helton is a phenomenal coach for this position, not just a phenomenal coach in general, but just for this position and where we need to go as a a program. And um, I think the majority of the kids who I want to stay, I think they will end up staying because uh, I will say this. If you're on offense, you may want to try to stick around. I think you're going to be able to flourish in this offense. And I think uh, the process of this hiring, I think Clay Helton, Coach Helton knew that what he had in front of him. There's a lot of talent on this team. I think a lot of the talent was just misappropriated. It was just misused. I don't think it was used in the proper context or in the, in, in just the proper way in general. I felt like this team or the, the teams that was going on the past few years won games in spite of the offense and or defense was running. Um, we recruited very well. And I think that um, the guys that are here, that is thanks to the last um, coaching staff, well, the last coach and the coaching staff that was here. I think they did a phenomenal job getting good players here. So I'm thinking that when Coach Helton was called upon, shout out to Jared Binko. Jared Binko did a phenomenal job getting the coach that he felt um, that could be the guy who can lead this program. And uh, we'll get into that a little bit later too as far as leading the program, but I, I nobody saw this coming, but with him getting here and him being a really good recruiter, 
you're going to see a lot of players that are probably going to come here that are really good. I mean, really good. Um, if you look at some of the people that he's pulled into um, USC, if he can get that type of talent down here in the South or even pull those people or those players from there, that will be great because the Sun Belt is really, really good. The conference is really good. I, don't, I, I think people are not really – gasping or uh or embracing what the Sun Belt is right now. It's a phenomenal conference and I'm gonna talk about this at another date. I don't think the I don't think the Sun Belt is gonna be looked as a group of five conference somewhere down the line. I think this conference is gonna be very, very prominent. But we'll talk about that at another time. Um but I will say coach um you know Coach Helton probably looked at this 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 roster. He probably seen what he had here. Like said, like, look, I think I'm gonna make things happen here. I got a quarterback that's here. That's a freshman. Um, he he can do some things with Cam Ransom. He got two good running backs that are going to be returning in Jalen White and Joe Green. One could be a bell cow. The other one could be somewhat of a scat back. Both of them are very talented. Um, I don't know the status of Amari Jones, but you do have a couple of receivers that can play. Durham Burgess, I talked about him like a, a lot. Um, JJ McAfee has the size. You still have a couple of good tight ends, and um, the offensive line may need to work in the passing game, but you have the offense that you want. Um, I'm a big proponent of moving Sean Pell kissing to defense, and let's talk about defense. Move him over there to defense. You got Derek Canteen coming back. You got a couple of other guys in the secondary that plays pretty well. Um, I think uh, Kadri Jackson and um, oh, I can't remember the other guy. Uh, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn. I think his name is Glenn. Uh, Glenn is coming back from Florida State. You got you got the talent here. Now you add that with people if they don't leave. Let's just say for the cases those players don't transfer whether, which I, I don't think they will. You look at the Najee Thompson is another one who could do a little bit of everything. You bring those guys in along with the people that he may bring in from the transfer portal as well. You got a team that possibly could uh be successful right away. And I'm not joking when I say I think I think next year he could be primed to to be a big uh you know a big threat in the Sun Belt East easily because this team is I think this team has more talent than pretty much any other team in the East probably in the West they probably have the most talent I mean Appalachian State has some phenomenal talent they always bring the they always bring the talent up to the forefront but Appalachian State and Georgia Southern has always been neck and neck as far as talent always but now you have a coach who has ties all over the country that are coming in and probably going to bring some guys in. It, it, it brings a whole new dynamic. Coastal Carolina has been doing okay with their recruiting or just keeping players grounded to play to their highest potential. You know, so like I said, the East is going to be looking really good. And let's talk about the East. You you know, you're going to have teams like Old Dominion. You know, Marshall is probably going to be here, you know, in, in the East as well. You know, um, you know, you have uh, James, Mad- James Madison is going to be here. So, you know, next four or five years, if, if if Coach Helton is still around, this is going to be something very, very interesting to look at. Very interesting. And I think that's one thing that Binko was looking at when he saw the writing on the wall. I don't think this was more like a, a situation with um, uh, the, the whole bus situation and, and uh, the coach losing control of the team. I honestly feel that if this team went 500 or maybe slightly above 500, they were 
I don't I don't think Lunsford or Wally would have been here any longer because the writing is on the wall with the trajectory of the Sun Belt. And I think being seven and five, eight and four, you know, you know, I don't I don't think that's going to bode well for this program. And I think Binko has the vision to see that it's going to be something much bigger than going the, the, that route. And, with the, and plus with the talent that you have, we have a lot of talent here. I feel that this team could be a 10 win, 11 win team with the talent on the field. And that's even if Ransom didn't play, you know, you know, you know, that's a whole different story. I like what I saw in the Georgia State game. We threw the ball. We did pretty well. We did. Like I said, these players are more than capable of running a more of a traditional college, you know, offense. We did fairly well. It's just the defense was not holding up. CJ Wright got hurt and you saw what happened with that. But I'm I'm just looking at the situation where. I think we got a very good coach here and people are going to say that, you know, the negative, cause no coach is perfect. No coach is just, every coach has baggage. Even the great Nick Saban has his issues. You know, everything's not peaches and cream in every organization. I think Clay Helton checks all the boxes that's needed. Power five experience. He lost his job. He had something to prove. And, and this is the thing I said, I think you should get a power five coach that needs something to prove. And with the trajectory of the Sun Belt. Who's to say that he may leave if another job comes about? Because if, if the Sun Belt keeps growing and we get keeps getting better, who's to say we can't be better than these or than at least one or two of these Power Five conferences? I think the Big Ten, you know, I think the SEC, you know, um, and maybe hell even the the Pac twelve, you know, I don't think we'll be able to catch up with them. But the ACC, I'm not too far fetched to say that we can't catch up to them. I'm gonna be honest with you. I I I don't I, I don't see why not. The Big Twelve. I think we can catch up with the Big Twelve. I think the Sun Belt has more quality foot, better quality football than the Big Twelve. And in some cases, you make can make the case for the ACC because outside of Clemson, who they got? You see what I mean? So don't don't I. I, I want us to feel that we're big boys too. This is a big boy hire. We got boys on. We, I mean, we got young men on the field playing big boy football. Shout out to Tyler Bride. You know, hopefully he's okay. He said he's doing great. That was a horrific looking injury. Hopefully he's doing great. I always say he plays big boy football because he plays like a he, he plays like a big boy out there. But you know, that's another story. We, you know, when we spotlight some players, but we need to start treating ourselves as if we are one of these top elite power five schools i feel that we can uh, compete with power five schools you think you think i'm lying let's go into the uh the time capsule let's look back the minnesota game we almost won that game and i don't like to talk about that game you look at appalachian state continuously being uh threats to power five schools coastal carolina is another one why not us even georgia state almost beat auburn I mean, why not a, why why not not just Georgia? The why not the Sun Belt can't be as prominent as these other schools. So when you look at a Clay Helton, I don't think that this could be a situation where he may be around for a while. And I and, and you know that that could be a, a freezing cold take around the, the, later at a later date. But when you really look at the situation, he could be around for a while. You look at the trajectory of what's going on with the Sun Belt. I don't see why we can't be better than at least two. Of three of these uh, power five conferences. Yeah, I know money talks and money is involved with these bigger schools, but or these bigger conferences. But money is what makes this conference go. And if we can get the money and we can start getting quality games, we can get better contracts on TV. We can get better players here. You know, 
it, it could be something serious. Nobody said that when the Big Eight was around. Yeah, the Big Twelve was the Big Eight at one point. Now look at the Big Twelve. They're still one of these power five teams, you know, power fives. You know what I'm saying? There was one time the ACC didn't have Virginia Tech, Miami. There was one time they didn't have Louisville. But they they evolved. You know, 20 years ago, the ACC wasn't what they were. Well, I take that back probably 25 years ago. So there's no telling what, and things are just moving so rapidly right now, no telling what the Sun Belt may be in five years from now. Nobody told us 10 years ago, honestly, nobody knew 10 years ago that Georgia Southern was going to be in the FBS, Appalachian State was going to be in the FBS. Things just happen so fast. So don't sell yourself short thinking that Clay Helton could possibly just leave at the side of a new job. We just don't know that. It depends on what the legacy that he carries behind him. He could be here for 10 years. We don't know the future. I mean, we know the tradition, what happens. You see what happened with Eli Drinkowitz when he was at Appalachian State and, and, and all this other stuff. You see where they, you know, um, Satterfield, when he, he left once Louisville opened. But you just never know. You don't know. So my thing is, I'm going to treat this as if he's going to be here for the long run. If not, and some of his predecessors behind him will probably pick up the ball and run with it and continue to have that success. But I'm banking on that he'll be here at a minimum of five. At a minimum of five. And I hope, I, you know, if I'm wrong, that's fine, but I hope I'm right. Because I want to see, you know, this flourish into something where we could be a powerhouse. Where we could be going for six, seven, eight straight Sun Belt titles. Get us a January bowl game. I don't want this to be a two-year deal where, oh, we finally got two 11-win seasons and now we're back to possibly winning just seven wins. I don't want to see that. I want us to be big boy football right along with the rest of those other big boys that's in the power five because I feel that with the prestige and the recognition and all the stuff that Georgia Southern does, I feel that we are just as prominent as those other schools. And this is something that we need to work on. And it's something that I want to work on and hopefully we'll get there. Now, can we get there? That's the question. The question is, can we get there? And, and we're going to go into a little bit of Helton's uh, career. Um, he was, uh, this was his seventh season at, uh, you know, USC. He went 20, he went 46 and 24, 36 and 13 in the Pac-12. He also um, took over for Steve, Steve Sarkeesian throughout the 2015 season. And, uh, you know, he's been on the staff since 2010. So he's been there for about 10 years. He's been there for a good little while. And um, I think he did pretty well for himself because he did win the Pac-12. He did win a Rose Bowl. You know, uh, I, I just thought that, you know, with what he has, is he brings that down here to Statesboro. That is just phenomenal. I, I really think it's a pretty good, pretty good look, you know. So uh, with the recruiting level he's had, he's recruited people like um, – you know, the quarterback you may know in Georgia, JT Daniels. Um, he recruited Max Brown, which is another quarterback that's there. Um, yeah, who else did he have? Uh, he uh, Sam Darnold is another quarterback. So he knows talent. Yes, those guys are probably in a different area, whatever the case may be. They're in California or whatever the case may be. It's, e- it's kind of easy to recruit people that's closer to the, the school. Why he can't, you know, start being on the road and recruiting guys in the Southeast? He may not have ties to the Southeast, but he can get bring people in that are. And I heard that he does have people that's tied to the Southeast. Why not? What about some of those kids that are at um at SC that are that want to come back this way? Because there are some kids at SC that he that he recruited or they transferred because of him. Probably want to still, you know, be with him, you know, and uh at Georgia Southern and be closer to home. So it it, it could work out. And not only that, 
with all the success, you know, that dang say all the success, but he had pretty good success at USC. And this is a good time for him to redeem himself. It's a good chance for him to, you know, uh, show people that he has something to prove. You know, this is, this is a really good look, you know? So I really feel that, uh, this could be a place where he can really flourish. And not only that, I, I, you know, he may be in a situation where he may sit around for a while, you know, cause I, 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 I'm starting to get away from that whole mantra that, okay, this is a power five school that's calling some of the group of fives. You know, I just think that's going to start turning because of the expansion of the Sun Belt. I think we're going to, I don't think we're going to be the, the small kids anymore. I think we're going to have a situation where that we're going to be just as good, if not better than a lot of these power five schools, a lot of them, the conference in general, no, but the schools themselves. Yeah. I mean, if you really look at the, you know, you look at, I mean, I'm not even going to go through it again, but if you look at some of these teams that are in the power five, I think some of these schools in the Sun Belt are just as good, if not better. I honestly feel that way. And I think with, Helton coming down here two states bro it's just going to be a phenomenal look I mean I really feel that um he's going to be able to have some success here I think the offense is going to change and I'm about to get into that and what people think about that I think the offense is going to change it's just going to be a different culture here I think he's going to be bringing it to the point where we're going to have some uh we're going to have some success. I think we have some really good seasons here. Now getting away from the option, you know, and I'm not talking about the triple option, just the option in general. I think it's probably going to still be in the, I think it's still going to be in the, in the, in the, in the playbook. I don't think it's going to go all the way away. I'm not real 100% sure. One thing I do need to do, I need to start looking at some of the games that Helton coach at USC so I can see what type of plays they ran. But what I want to see is, uh, what I think we'll see is more of a traditional offense. I think we'll see that. And um, it's going to be uh, really good to see. It's going to be kind of refreshing because with a, with a quarterback like Cam Ransom, I think he'll flourish in something like this. And I'm not sure how some of the fan base is going to take it. I looked on Twitter today. Some of the people on uh, Twitter was not too enthusiastic about it, about getting away from the option. Look, I understand that the glory days they were beautiful i've been i've been on that bandwagon i know what it's like i know i loved it It was a beautiful thing to watch i mean i remember going back and look at a few games the the old dominion game the tyler uh, the uh, taylor heineke game you know the 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 florida game you know i love looking at those games and in all the other games when i when i was at the school and i used and i saw when you know i remember you know vividly back in 06 when uh you know um the Chanticleers came in, you know, Coastal Carolina went before they were Coastal Carolina now when they came in and the way we played against them. I mean, it was a, you know, it was a good time to see that style of offense and the way it was ran. But now it's more of a situation where we just need more of a traditional style offense. It just needs to be done. And the way that uh, Helton is bringing it, I think he's going to be able to bring that style of offense. I think we're just going to be a really good uh, team going forward. I think we already have the players. I think we have the, you know, everything uh, on, pretty much everything on offense. The defense, you know, a few tweaks here and there will be fine. But, you know, um, I just think people now just, 
they love what they used to have in the past and, and that just goes for like anything a lot of people like to hold on to legacy things that worked out for them and i get it i'm not against it but you got to understand you know look at all these other schools you know you look at you know i'm not saying that the you know the option is not successful or whatever the case may be but when you look at these other schools you know most of them have more of a pro style you know, offense or they have a spread or, or something like that. And I think, you know, Helton, he is really good at, you know, getting pro style quarterbacks. So we're going to be in for a big shift. You know, we already kind of saw it in basketball. Some people may say that the basketball team might have slipped back a little bit because um, Byington is now at James Madison, which we're going to be seeing him shortly once the conference realigns, you know, but I think with what we have in return with Brian Berg will be fine. And I think what we have with Helton is going to be okay. I think all I think this is just going to be another addition to the turnaround in Georgia Southern Athletics in general, where pretty much all the athletics are doing their thing within their own right. I mean, the golf team just won the Sun Belt. I mean, the volleyball team is doing good. You know, it's just you know, it's just a lot of stuff under that you know the athletic umbrella that's going to be you know that's going well, and football is just going to be another one that's going to flourish. I feel it. I believe it. I'm on board with this. If it doesn't happen, hey, we're just going to be back to the drawing board, but you can't sit here and tell me that this Clay Helton hire was not the move. I believe that it was. I think that we're going to be very successful, and I want us to be very successful. You know, um, so I think things will change with people if we do start winning, which, you know, I'm hoping that we do win. I hope that we do. Even if it's for two, three, four years, I would like to see us um, win. And I, I think I just, I'm looking at my screen now. I'm hearing that this deal is for five years for Helton. So Helton's getting a five-year deal. This is a perfect time. You got to understand, it's now 2021. He's probably going to be here to 2026, 2027. By then, the realignment is going to be there as far as the Sun Belt is going to be realigned. You never know. What if he gets an extension? You just never know. You know, what if he leaves early? You know, it, you know, it's just so many variables. We don't know what's going to happen. We just don't know. You know, so I'm I'm really I'm really trying to see this uh, happen. You know, I, I, I really want to see this go on to the point where we are going into a, a upward trajectory and we're actually making moves and we're sitting here talking about, hey, we're about to win game number nine. We're in the running for the Sun Belt once again. We're going to make things happen, and I, I cannot wait to see this go in the direction in that direction. Hopefully, it does. I'm a big fan of the hire. Hopefully, you guys are too. Um, before I wrap this up, I do want to talk about the type of defense that I would like to see because you know, you know, Clay Helton is all about offense, but defensively, I want to see more. Uh, uh, pretty much more of the same. I think our defense is really not an issue. The secondary could use some, you know, can cover a little bit better, well, a lot better. Even though they did, they did pretty well overall against Georgia State. Um, Derek Canteen is going to be back. We're going to get another. Uh, I mean, yeah, Derek Canteen is going to be back, so we're going to get another piece to the puzzle in the secondary. We're going to recruit some more guys, some guys that are already here. Probably going to stick around. Maybe we get some transfers to come in to play some defense. Um, also. I would like to see um uh also I would like to see Sean Pell Kiss and get on defense. Somebody needs to get to Coach Helton like ASAP and put Sean Pell Kissing on defense. I don't care if I have to start a hashtag, I don't care if I have to at coach myself. Tell him to take a look at Sean Pell Kissing because he has a monster on his team that should not be playing tight end. 
shouldn't be playing tight end. He needs to go ahead and put him on defense. Um, I just want to see more of an aggressive style defense because a lot of teams are passing a, a good bit in the Sun Belt. The running game, you know, is okay. But I think just with the secondary, if we can help the secondary out by getting more of a pass rush, we, we do okay. But I think we can do a little bit better with the pass rush. I don't know who the defensive coordinator is going to be under Helton, but I feel that with his, you know, his experience and uh, where he's coming from, I, I'm pretty sure he has a good pick of whoever he wants to bring in at defense. I can't wait to see this happen. Um, I'm really, I, I'm, I'm be honest, I'm really excited. You know, um, and another thing before I go, I want to talk about some stats really, really quick. And it's not like a big time stat or anything, but um, Helton, he, he had the top 15 offenses three out of the last five years. You know, his recruiting class has been in the top 20. You know, outside of 2020, well, you know, 2020 was the pandemic, so we don't, you know, I don't really count 2020, but he's done very well for himself as far as recruiting and on offense. I just need to see who he's bringing to the table on defense because I think the offense is going to be a little different, but I think it's going to be fine. So uh, that's going to be really interesting to see. One more thing. This is going to be the last thing, I promise, because I'm getting towards the 30-minute mark where I really want to put this uh, podcast at 30 minutes. What I really want to see at the end of the day is um, how we're really going to recruit. This is what I really want to see, how well we're going to recruit. Um, you know, I just feel that getting a head start on early recruiting is very, very interesting because the time of this hire, he gets a head start, which that starts on the 15th of December. So he's going to be here roughly a month and a half to not only see the talent that he has, but then he can start getting guys that he probably already had his eye on at USC, probably try to get them to come down here or probably start talking to people um, that are here, that are, you know, in the fold now. And another thing, I, I you know, with him being here and he's not necessarily going to be on the field coaching the team because I think Whitley's going to still be around. I think he's just going to be here overseeing the co- the the practices and being on campus. He has more leeway to go around and see what's going on as far as recruits with the recruiting team where he brings his own people in. It's going to be really interesting to see who they bring in, and I'm going to be bringing you as much as uh, uh much information about that. I just saw recently, which um we did have a recruit that uh, was um. We did have a recruit that was uh was picked up. I want to pull him up real quick. Give me one second. I'm going to try to pull him up. Hopefully, uh, I'll find him. He's a running back from Alabama, and I was, like, floored. Like, right after the Georgia State game, we was able to pick him up. And here he is right here. LT Sanders. LT Sanders is one of the recruits that was picked up by Georgia Southern just recently. Um, and he looks pretty good. I may do a video on him and talk about him. So, uh, I'm, I'm looking at this and then is this a, a product of Clay Helton? Do we know? I don't know, but with him being in the fold and, and as of right now, we know that, um, Jalen white and, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Gerald Green's going to be here. You know, we, we, we might be in good hands. We're going to see how this plays out. So, that's pretty much where I'm going to stand at. I love the hire. Let me know what you guys think. If you're on YouTube, pretty sure that you guys pretty much feel the same way I do. If not, let me know in the comment section. Like or dislike this. And uh, thank you. If you made it this far, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you're listening to this on the podcast avenues, give me a five-star rating. Let um, Also, that helps 
people find this podcast, let people know what I'm doing, and you have more people, more eyes on it, more people be more engaged, and maybe be more interested in Georgia Southern as well as Atlanta Falcons football. So hopefully we get that squared away. Thank you guys once again. I will see you guys on the next one. You guys be easy. You guys be blessed. Peace.